It's April Fool's Day, so today's show is all about shenanigans, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Christian Indie Writers Podcast, where we inform, encourage, and support Christian indie writers on their journey toward publication. I am Jennifer Carl Tong, and I write historical Christian romance. I'm Christina Katane, and I'm on mute and don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) That's her April Fool's. She's going to just be on mute the whole time, and we get to talk for her. I'm also Christina Katane, and I write Christian (laughs) fantasy. I'm Jamie Hirschberger. I write short fiction under the pen name J.R. Nichols. Good morning, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in. If To all of you who are listening live, we know that on April Fool's Day, you all have lots to do, lots of pranks to pull, and we appreciate you taking time out to be with us live. If you're listening to this as a podcast later on, we appreciate you as well. If you like what we do here, we really would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe um, and tell others about this podcast so that we can uh, grow this community of like-minded Christian writers. We like to start each episode with our segment that we call What's Up? It is time to check in with one another and see what's going on in our personal lives. And Tina Katane, we're going to go with you first because I'm dying to know why you're wearing a bathrobe. Well, um, I think you all know that I have four children and they're all adults now. Mm. And um, all but one of them have moved out. And my 18-year-old has been spending a lot of time up north with his brother. And so because of that, my husband and I have just kind of been wandering around the house in the buff. Oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> and we like, it's just so great. Like uh, uh, <laughs> the freedom. Uh, like I haven't felt so much freedom since Jesus became my personal Lord and savior. <laughs> honestly. So and, what you're saying is you and your husband have like a private nudist colony. For so, well, yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm at my age, and with the number of children I've had, I do have to keep the depends on. Oh, gee. Um, and for aerodynamic person purposes, mm. I've also been wearing a bra, but it's nude colored, oh. so it doesn't count. Okay. And my feet get cold, so I have been wearing my wool socks. But other than that... And you say private, Jamie, like you're assuming that they shut the curtains, but we don't really know. And they live in Flint. They live in the city. So, I mean, maybe it's not private. Well, I've stood out on the sidewalk in front of my house and not been able to see in the window at, during the day. So, oh. so why need curtains? If yeah. they can't see, if you can't see them, they can't see you. That's true. Yeah. Well, I kind of appreciate you wearing the robe then. Yeah, you know. I decided that um, because of YouTube's policies, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I should wear my robe. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I'll go next. Um, I got a tattoo. You guys want to see it? Yeah. It's the number, well, it's a letter L if you look at it that way. <laughs> it's the number seven if you look at it this way. So technically you got two tattoos. Um, also, it looks like a check mark when I hold it like this. So it's three. actually like three. Yes. And awesome. I chose I chose seven because that's how many um, pounds I want to lose this month and how many books I want to write this year. So I thought that was rather, you know, and then... I had to put it in this really strange, awkward place so that in the podcast, when I flail my arms, which I do often, that it'll 
like people can see it and they can enjoy it and they can say, oh, is she showing me because it's a check? Like, check. I agree with what you just said, Tina. Or <sighs> is it a seven? Like, oh, Jen's on. Oh, it's an L. Oh, L for luminescent. She's so bright. Or, you know, see, it's, I just thought that was a very wise choice to mm -hmm. get that that's tattoo. A, that's really pretty, too. Most tattoos are ugly. I can't stand them, but that one. But this was beautiful, right? Beautiful. It's so simplistic. It. It's yeah. a nice, clean design. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you think might... you'll go and get some color added? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. But I think, you know how they say you get addicted. I'm, I'm ready to get like a complete sleeve now. I mean, I had this one. <laughs> and now I'm ready to go for a sleeve. So. Are you going to do know, this different Now symbols? that I'm going to be nude all the time, maybe I should get some tattoos. Oh, or like a neck one. Have you seen where they just do the whole neck? <laughs> I think that'd be really pretty, Tina. Yeah. All right, Jamie, we saved the best for last, maybe. <laughs> what's your what's up today? Uh, well, I almost didn't want to tell anybody because I don't want, don't try this at home, okay? Mm -hmm. But I've had this abscessed tooth for a while now. Mm -hmm. And so come to find out it was like a cracked tooth. Ooh. So, you know, I'm living in a new place and I don't have, I figured every, every home needs a good pair of pliers. So I decided I would just kill two birds with one stone. And I went to the store and I got myself a really good pair of pliers mm -hmm. and I just pulled that tooth myself. Wow. And I, and I saved a dental bill too. So it was like, I was being frugal mm -hmm. and, you know, sticking to my budget, like a good little steward of my resources. And now I've got a good, a good pair of pliers and they worked really well on that tooth. And awesome. so, yeah, I'm really happy with my purchase. You know, I was thinking about taking them back because I had only used them for just that one little job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, and I thought I could maybe get a refund and be even wiser steward of my resources by not spending any money at all taking this tooth out. Mm -hmm. But like I said, every house could use a good pair of pliers. So I think we are in a recession after all. Yeah. You make, should make sure you go on Amazon and give a review for those pliers because we all know how important reviews are. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's and you really could good... help other people who have a, a sore tooth also mm -hmm. when they hear how well those pliers worked. Yeah, right. I um, live streamed pulling that tooth, actually. And oh. I suddenly have 16 million TikTok subscribers because that live stream went viral. I'm surprised you guys didn't know about it, really. I wasn't, so I wasn't sure. Were you dancing during it then while you were pulling it out since it was TikTok? Like the... No, but oh, oh. Um, there was like this pet hamster that I was babysitting for my neighbor and it was dancing in the background. I think that's really why mm -hmm. I got the subscribers. I don't think anybody really cared about my tooth. Oh. Kind was of that, offended. Was that song? Oh no, oh no, no playing. Oh. After I had to dub it in later because some of my fans <laughs> requested it. Yeah. <laughs> Your fan base. Yeah, yeah. That's really great. Yeah. You got to make the fans happy. Mm. So you guys might notice that uh, our fourth member of our or the fourth wheel of this party bus um is not with us right now and ladies should we discuss where uh Rhonda is today i think like, we need to i, I think, think so it's important i think mm -hmm. so too well a, a lot of it has to do with her new album that's coming out yeah so she has this like i don't know if you guys knew that she was into screamo like she's in this punk band mm -hmm. and um she's she's um she's the lead singer of this screamo band and so they have this like big concert coming up or was it last night i think it was last night they opened up for um um engelbert humperdinck 
Well, and I know she's disappointed that she couldn't be here with us I today. Know. She's going to reveal that cool haircut that she got. Oh, so cool. I love I the know. color, too. I'm I've always you. been into fuchsia. Really, yeah. really always love fuchsia. And so, um, and I, she said she'd get me a, a um autograph from Engelbert. So I'm Did super excited. Did you guys excited. go get tattoos together? Is that what this is all about? I tell, you, you, now you, I wasn't supposed to tell oh. because, because hers is in a place that we can't show. So mm. I wasn't really going to like, you know, share that. So her and Tina's what's up also have something in common. Wow. It's all mm. like it's, so coordinated. Like I, I feel really bad though for laughing. I mean, it, it's one of those things that you're going to laugh to keep from crying. Cause we're going to miss her so much. Uh, Rhonda says, oh, I wasn't going to announce my album yet, but I guess it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Rhonda. I'm really sorry. Should I not talk about that you're naked on the cover, too? Should I, like, probably not? (laughs) Showing off that new tattoo of yours? She She really was my inspiration. (laughs) Oh, our comments right now from our listeners are just gold. So, (laughs) Um, Maria says... This might be one of the best what's up ever. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree. And it is like super sad that Ron is not here. She like, there are some other reasons. Like she's having some tech issues. That's legit. And so um, this is going to be the best episode ever. And um, Gigi says, this is too much. I'm on the floor laughing so hard. <laughs> um, I don't know what's le- funny, but okay. Yeah. I mean, th- they're laughing at us, not near us. Yeah. At, definitely at. That's uh, okay, ladies. More ratings, more yeah. viewers. There's no such thing as bad publicity. This is true. Liz says, imagine people coming across this later and not realizing what day it was filmed on. Hmm. Well, I did mention at the beginning. So I'm hoping they <laughs> realized it, you know, on April 1st. But um, Liz, I'm so glad you're here. Just so you know, your showcase later in the episode. So you want to stay tuned. <laughs> um. Piper, I don't know what a polymuffin is. Oh, she made these amazing cupcakes. Uh-huh. They they uh let's just say look just like the real thing. And they uh man, can't can't wait for her family to delve right in. Oh, <laughs> to work for oh, and nearly averted sitting in a puddle of honey at breakfast. Awesome. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so the shenanigans abound at her house. Oh, today's Leah's birthday. Yes, that's <gasps> not. That's not. That's no joke. Oh, no joke. Happy birthday, Leah. Happy birthday. We appreciate Leah. you so much. So, uh, Piper wants to know if one of us is playing to slap another across the face. Well, <laughs> you'll have to tune in. We didn't. Out. We didn't tell you the entire reason that Rhonda wasn't here. Just so. <laughs> That legal won't allow us to. So yeah. it's, it's still you confidentiality know. agreements yeah. and all yeah. that. All of that. Oh so. my goodness. Oh, it is April 1st here in the United States and across the world. And you think that April 1st is like the same, like the same day everywhere? No, it's, it's tomorrow some places, Jen, and it's still yesterday somewhere else, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> What if but you were in the place in the like, earth that you were always the last of the day, right? Like there was yeah. you're never like the middle. Ooh, that'd be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I meant like, does everybody pull pranks the way that we do here? So I know that um Maria was in engaging us in some tales of shenanigans from across the pond earlier this week. So uh yeah, she think- she commented in there about it and it's hilarious. Yeah, Maria says. 
her what's up is that she um she got the hubs this morning she set up alexa with routines to start saying random stuff he properly <laughs> fell for it and got freaked out that's a good one. Oh, i wonder if i could still do that the kids will probably still be asleep when i get up so maybe i could try to do that she I also if says you can do that with siri Oh, there's a UK tradition where all the pranks have to be done by 12 noon. Otherwise, you are the fool. Oh, well, oh. Good, thing we, good thing we're done by noon. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. All right. So we we here at the Christian Indie Writers Podcast, we are here to inform, encourage, and support Christian indie writers. But we decided, like, when do you guys ever support us? Mm-hmm. When do you guys ever encourage us? Right. Like, yeah, seriously. Like there's so many of you and so few of us, right? So we turned the tables today. Today, you know, I don't know if you've noticed on social media, everyone's like, "Ask me anything." I don't want to ask you anything. I want to. I want you to. I want to ask you, like the the listener. We don't want you to ask us because we're tired. We're sick and tired of giving you guys advice. We're sick and tired of sharing our experiences. Do you understand this? Do you understand this? So today, <laughs> we're going to ask you. So in our chat. And if you're listening to this later, put it in the comments. We'll respond later uh, with the appropriate response, even if it's not uh, no no longer April 1st. But we um, have questions for you. And the one is a biggie, the first one, right? We're going to start with a really big one. Now, this one is legit. It's super important. Yeah. Your answers could be life-changing for Well, someone. will be because she mm-hmm. has agreed that no matter what, Whatever we decide on, it will be used. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So our number one question, our first question of the day, by the way, we, we've transitioned into the, the podcast in case anyone was wondering, um, what should Liz Henderson name her baby? She's agreed that whatever name we come up with, that's what she's going to name the baby. Uh-huh. So, so today in our comments, we want to hear your suggestions and then you tell us well, she should name the baby and then we'll decide at the end of that. Now, do we know if Liz is having a boy or a girl? It doesn't really matter because, mm-hmm. you know, she, she agreed to whatever name we pick. She's going to use it. So right. are we allowed to give our suggestions? Because I think Harry would be perfect for a girl or a boy. I can see Harry uh, well, Yeah, I was thinking something more like fuchsia. Like earlier, I said, you know, like what was <laughs> I said? Because somebody laughed at it specifically. Um, do you guys know that when I was in high school, so in high school, they would have colleges come in and we would have to sit there and listen to them in, in our, I think it was social studies class that they would always come to. And they would like talk about their college and then they would have you fill out a postcard just for a drawing. Right. And I was so sick of this. So this is before the internet and where they could just get your information no matter what, because my daughter was already in stuff for college and we're homeschooled. So how do they even know? that I have a daughter that is like that age is because they, and, the, and our address, what in the world? Anyway. So I started filling it out with random names. Like, and one of those names was fuchsia. I named, <laughs> I've said fuchsia Carl. And I started getting stuff. I still like as an adult would occasionally get something for fuchsia Carl, not even from a college that college sold my information, my fuchsia information. So, all right, here's some names. Ready? Yep. Okay. First of all, Liz announced she's not finding out the gender, so we don't get to. So we have to get. We get no hints. Right. So we need to have a gender neutral name. Maria says April. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's fitting being as it's when the name is selected. Now, Leah's being like legitimate. She says Gwendolyn for a girl. 
Yeah, that's a pretty name. We're not, we're, I like Shell's Liz, suggestion. Liz needs something unique, something you know important. Shell, tiger or tigress? Yes, love it. All right, this is the one to beat, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one to beat because I actually had a student named Tiger once. He was a, a good kid. Um, let's see. Piper says, I used to wish I was named Clarissa May. My mom refused to change it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Piper's a much better name, in my opinion, anyway. (laughs) Gigi says, Apple, perfect for a boy or girl. Just saying, yes, Apple, Mm -hmm. that would be, you could call them App for short, APP. Interesting. Um, Oh, now I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Leah says, it was my grandmother's name. I always liked it. She passed when I was one. So she is legendary and unknown to me. Yes, it is a beautiful name. And and on any other day besides today, I'd have been like, yes, choose that name. Um, (laughs) Leah's husband says, Lucretia. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like secretion to me. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, yeah, you could spell it with a Y. Yeah, for uh, for oh, for Tiger. T Y G. And then T-I-G-Y-R? just call them Tiger. Oh. oh, so all right. What do you guys say? Are we ready to vote for this question? Yeah, I am. All right. Yeah. All in favor of Tiger or Tigers? Raise your hand. Those opposed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like Apple. Oh, oh. how about? Tiger Apple Henderson. Henderson. I love it. There I mean, if go. you can't be Harry in the Hendersons, I guess you could be Tiger Apple. <laughs> well, that's why you wanted that's Harry. That's why you oh. wanted Harry. Oh, man. I wonder if... <laughs> Can we undo our vote now? Oh, I don't think we've solved this problem. Oh, Liz right. loves our suggestion. Yeah, she's lovely. We knew you would, Liz. And thank you for agreeing to name your child whatever <laughs> name we came up with. We totally appreciate that. <laughs> so, all right. One last thing. Piper's grandmother's name was Rowena. Oh, that's a oh, great yeah. name. Mm-hmm. That is a great name. So, all right. So that was question one. That went really well. I think yeah. we should do these. Ask you anything, you know. Okay. I, can I go next? Yes, go right Because I really want to say that I was recently in a, um, a coaching call. Were you naked? Strengths. No, I was okay. wearing my robe okay. um, for my strengths co- with my strengths coach. And she was telling me about um, that my strengths like to ask why questions. Mm. And some why questions have a clear answer and some why questions don't have clear answers and that, and people that ask those type of questions often, it often leads to innovations that change the world. Mm-hmm. And so I was inspired by that. And why? so I'm <laughs> just kidding. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so this question has really bothered me for a long time. And so I want to get everyone's opinion and maybe we can change it. Like maybe the world could be changed because oh. of this. I'm okay, so, so I'm so excited. I can't wait to change the world. <sighs> Is there another word for thesaurus? That's what oh. I need to know. Mm. Mm. All right, you guys. Anyone have an answer for that? Is there another word for thesaurus? I have an answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to hey, let's go to thesaurus.com. Oh, that's a good idea. Lexicon? Oh, I don't know what a lexicon is. <laughs> I know it has something to do with books. Reference book, glossary, lexicon. 
Onomasticon. I know. Wow. I just I just googled synonym of thesaurus, mm-hmm. and it says synonymy. <laughs> <laughs> like it literally says synonymy on, on Google. The definition for onomasticon is as in thesaurus. So it actually means the source. So there's your, there's actually an answer to this one. Well, now I'm disappointed oh. that I thought there was no answer. And now I have, if I could change the world by, um, is it Bob? Who did that song? The same one who did tears in heaven stuck in my head. Hmm. You should sing it. If I could right. change the world. Sorry. Oh yeah. That's I um, would be the sunlight in your universe. The Eagle singer. Ah, what's his name? Eric Clapton. Yes, Eric Clapton. You would think my love for you. Okay, I'll stop. All right. So back up a little bit. Maria says that she thinks apple tiger. Then it's like appetizer. Do you guys have that? We had appetizer. <laughs> I thought she meant yes. was air, was apple tiger was an appetizer. But um, Piper says, oh, my gosh, ap- Maria, apple tiger rhymes with appetizer and babies are yummy. Oh, wait. <gasps> The kind of books that Piper re- writes, like, are they yummy? Literally, I'm a little worried about this. <laughs> We're not that strange of a podcast today. <laughs> oh, that's great. And Liz says, for thesaurus, she says, cinnamon book. Synonym. Synonym book. Is what cinnamon book. Cinnamon there we go. Same thing. I like this. Yeah, that one's great. Okay. I lost the outline, which Can I, I don't ask even know why I care. Now? Yes, go right ahead, because I don't know why I need an outline for this episode. All right. So this question is a burning question I've carried within my heart for ever since my first day at Vacation Bible School. Hmm. Is bingo the name of the farmer or the dog? There was a farmer who had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, <gasps> I don't know. All right. Oh, <laughs> I always thought it was the dog's name. But where's the comma? Right? Oh. Bingo was whose name? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's one of those why questions that doesn't have an answer. Yeah, like. Would finding the answer change the course? Like, who would even know? Like, was that written by somebody? That's just like an old folk song, isn't it? I, as a kid, I thought it was written by the farmer. Oh, well, mm. see, who wrote the song? Bingo. Shell wants to disagree with me. Of course you do, Shell. She says, <laughs> I vote farmer. <laughs> um, well, according to this, DJ Promo wrote. There was a farmer had a dog. It was published in London in 1785. So Maria should oh, know the answer. Maria, she yeah, will Maria. be the definitive answer. But Piper has a good point here. Editing wise, the his refers back to the last hymn. So if the dog is a boy, it re- would be the dog. That was is the dog a boy. Wise. Well, we're assuming. I mean, I didn't check. Mm. I didn't look. We don't know the answer, do we? Well, they didn't use the B word, and it was written in 17-something eight. So. <laughs> All right, but here's the definitive answer. Our friend from across the pond says, I vote dog, although it is vague, LOL. Well, she's from <laughs> England, and so is the original author. So, Leah says, farmers in general are kind of boring. My family tree says so. <laughs> and Piper says, hey, Leah, I'm taking offense to that. I'm not boring. <laughs> 
But will Piper slap her? That's yeah. Oh, use that eleven. Maria says, "I will obviously all know. Wait, I will obviously all know UK things through osmosis. Yes, because you're there, you absorb all things UK." Jason says, "That history class when you're little." Oh yeah, Jason says, "I think the farmer." Um. Yes, Shell says that's an even better question. Was a boy the dog a boy? We always assume that he was. So and then Leah says, patriarchal nonsense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Leah wins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have an actual writing related question. Well, like writer's life type of question. This is very, very not important. What should we name our non-existent nano cabin? Because today's April 1st, which you know what the day is. Today is the first day of Camp Nano. And every year we're like, oh, yeah, let's do a cabin. And then none of us ever show up to it. (laughs) We are the worst with Camp Nano, even though this book. Oh, good grief. I just thought a prank that my child did on me. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Can you see? (laughs) What has she got on her face? Look at. So those of you that are listening, <laughs> my daughter came in and my cover, my book covers that are on display. Um, she put gemstones on the eyes. <laughs> you didn't know until just now. I didn't know until just now. It looks now. like your books are like sci-fi uh, alien ladies now. Like they got lasers for eyes or something. That is That's terrific. Only new genre. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I did write searching for Anna. That was basically a Camp Nano project, and I finished it. And uh, I think I finished it during Nano. I don't know, but yeah, we are the worst. So we need a name for our non-existent camp, a cabin that no one's going to visit. We're going to get <laughs> no work done in it. We're going to all forget about it, but we're going to feel obligated to become a member of. This is the the name we need for this kind of cabin. So, oh, oh no. my goodness, look what Maria wrote, Jen. <laughs> the uh, the sorry to burst your bubble, that one. Yes. Sorry uh, to burst your bubble, but Camp Nano Cabin stopped a couple <laughs> of years ago. That is so awesome. year-round writing groups, not as fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> See, this is how like non-existent the cabins were in our life. So, oh my gosh, it's that's the best. I'm so glad they asked that question because that that's makes- how abandoned and neglected our cabins are. Although, if there were cabins, I really like Liz's answer. Me too. Which is what? Shenanigan Station. Oh, I love it. Yes. That should be the name of our, like, if we ever had, like, a brick and mortar of some sort or some sort of, like, business actual aspect of this podcast, which. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. Shenanigan Station. (laughs) That's awesome. Tina, give your mouthpiece an adjuster. You're quieter now. Oh, there sorry. you go. That's fine. I was laughing and I didn't want to like snort into the mic. So I moved it. You know what? The first time we all get together for a writer retreat, it will be like, we'll have a shenanigan station, which will be like a, a room or a, you know what I mean? Like a home base or something. How about oh, that? I, I was picturing a table with whoopee cushions. <laughs> <laughs> whoopee cushions go on chairs exclusively. I know, but it, like it could have a bunch of like shenanigan type items on the table Ooh, shenanigan you chalet, piper mm. says mm. Mm, that's even better alliteration all right all right so next question next i really question. feel like Go i should to. ask rhonda's question yes all right, in one? lieu of her being here so just pretend that i'm rhonda 
Okay. And I know that I'm pretty sure this question is very important to her, so we should take it seriously. Near and dear to her very heart. Very serious. Yeah. If you throw your cat outside, is it called kitty litter? <laughs> I threw my cat outside. <laughs> okay. So our puppy, you know, the little puppy I brought on the podcast, of you know, a couple months ago, is ginormous now. She is huge, and she's very strong, and she's still 100% puppy. So she didn't have her leash on, and my husband was at the front door, and she has figured out that if she runs at the screen door, like the glass, it's got glass in it right now because it's cold, she can open the door and get out, and, and then she goes running, right? So she started to do that, and my husband grabbed her, and the door is half open, and he's been over grabbing her, and one of our outdoor cats jumped on his back to get in the house because they like to roam around and, and cause havoc in the house. Right. So I grabbed the cat while trying to get and the door was shutting. And so I go to throw the cat. Like, I thought I was just kind of tossing it onto the front porch. It was kind of like, here you go. Just like a little light toss on her porch. I hurled this poor cat. Like, like it went so high in the air, but at that point it was too late. Right. Like I let go and it is like flying. And my husband's like, what did you do? <laughs> the cat landed the poor thing this is the saddest part we have this like old-fashioned like boot scraper thing that was just it's just an antique thing it laid on that so i couldn't put his feet down first so it laid on that first so i know i had to hurt it but like it it like just kind of stood up and looked at me and then walked away like, <laughs> like nothing happened but like i literally launched this poor cat <laughs> out, out into the porch oh my word so that's really fun. So I would say, yes, that's kitty litter. <laughs> that sounds hysterical. I'm so upset that nobody was filming that whole I know. sequence. I know. Well, maybe I have this one neighbor that's super duper nosy. We think that has cameras on everything we do. So maybe I could it, reach out to them. Could, and ask. You could get as many followers on TikTok as Jamie has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's know, so Tina. Funny if your same neighbor is sitting there right now saying, I have this one neighbor who's so paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> She just thinks everybody's watching her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's here's another fun one. Technically, your alarm tone is the theme song. Think about that. Say it again. You blacked out a little. Oh, I blacked out. Like your voice went into a black hole somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Technically speaking, your alarm tone, the song you set to wake up to on your phone is your theme song. It starts your episode for the day. Hmm. What song should be each of ours? So this is a time for our, well, let's end with this one. I think this would be a good one to end with. Unless This is the real reason Rhonda didn't come because she didn't want to get any suggestions. (laughs) We have a bunch more questions that we can just send out this week as tweets and you guys can respond to them. But this is the big daddy of them all. So what song should be each of our three and Rhonda, let's include Rhonda in this should be our theme songs that we set to wake up to for the day to get us started. All I think about is like, you know, like shows like, um, like Seinfeld or we're the girls and I, and my husband are, we are, um, binging monk. They had never seen monk before. So that song plays in my head all the time. So like, so like what song should be our theme songs? Let's just start our day off. That's a really good one. Um, sorry, my mom's home is calling right now. Oh, um, okay. So Leah says a song from Celtic Women is mine. 
Um, Shell Shell has four because she's terrible at snoozing. <laughs> Maria says the hubs alarm wakes me up. So does that mean I have no independence? You need to have your own, Maria. You need to have your own. So yes, you had to pick one out. Um, Piper has a light bulb that gradually brightens five minutes before I get up. That's sad. You need to have a song. My song is. I don't know if the room getting brighter would wake me up. Like now, I'm just my brain is all absorbed in like wondering if that would work for me. Huh? Interesting. You live on the East Coast, Piper. Which I've had this conversation with my family here. I used to live on the East Coast, and it gets brighter there earlier. We're in the same time zone, but like when the sun rises in Massachusetts, it's still pitch dark here. So like it's in the summertime. It is very very early when the sun rises. Very early, like. 4 30 5 o'clock i mean like ridiculous like that should not be morning yet in my opinion so <clears throat> interesting let's see leah says my husband's theme song ain't it fun living in the real world from paramore <laughs> that's a good one um let's see liz says at least one of you should have that song from the lion king <laughs> <in> your <real> life <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep piper says sunrise is around five ish i think yeah it's ridiculously early uh, in the I'm summertime. waiting for yeah. someone to say what mine should be because I'm I'm actually going to put it on my phone. That's awesome. When Yours should be legs by ZZ Top, considering your new lifestyle. Except I'm short. Hey, <laughs> Lara Jean says I rarely get in here to see you ladies live, but hello from Oahu again. It's been a while. I remember. Um, I'm currently helping my second born who had bad dreams and or a spiritual attack going on, laying on the floor with the AC blowing, with the AC uh-huh. blowing. Yeah, my AC blowing too, outside with the snow. That's what's uh-huh. going on here in Michigan. Um, Laura, I just would like to say, I'm really sorry that this is the episode you ended up tuning into. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Piper says a theme song from Friends. That would be uh-huh. going, I'll be there for you. That'll be have to be yours, Jen, because that's yeah. really not my style. <laughs> <laughs> Shell says one of mine is Careful by Paramore. Oh, awesome. Um, <laughs> Leah says, I got a brand new pair of roller skates, Tina. Oh, okay. oh. I like that song. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Gigi says Fancy Like by Walker Hayes. Not sure which one of you to pin that one on. I don't know that song. I think Jamie. Me? How does yeah. that song go? I don't we're we're fancy like Applebee's on a date night. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I, the line. You know I what? You could you could give that to me to put me in a sour mood. That will get no. me awake anyway to stop it no, from I'm, playing. I'm laughing at what Leah shared. She what? says, "Hobby suggests for Tina. You can leave your hat on, <laughs> you your hat on for Tina. Oh, <laughs> if you're, I don't know that just, one." If you're just tuning in, you have to listen to the whole episode to understand why that is so funny. Oh, um, Shell says one of them is Time to Dance by Panic and Disco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think Leah wins this episode. That was the best one ever. Oh, my word. That's hilarious. Okay. This might possibly be my favorite episode. There was absolutely zero information shared. There's really no redeeming qualities in this episode, but this was a lot of fun, ladies. I had so much fun. Well, I disagree because laughter is the best medicine. This is true. I will agree with that statement for sure. But if this is your first time tuning in to the Christian Indie Writers Podcast, let me just tell you right now, we do better than this (laughs) on the regular. (laughs) Do we? 
<laughs> I guess you'll have to tune in another time to find out. Yes. But thank you so much for our our super active chat. We knew that we could do a podcast episode like this because we have such great people that show up every Friday. If you're listening to this as a podcast, we love you and we're so happy that you're here listening to us. But if you have time some Friday morning, come over and join the chat. There's a great group of Christian writers that have built such a great community just by being in our chat and getting to know each other that way. And they have a wealth of information and and um it's not just us that can share information on this podcast. They bring a lot to the table and we think you can too. So we would love to see you in the chat someday. So um, Piper says, um, LOL, this has been so much fun. She also says QTP, (laughs) quit the premise. (laughs) (laughs) Shell says some great belly laughs, ladies. Oh, good. We're glad. Honestly, as long as I laugh, that's all that matters. That's all I care about. <laughs> if you all are entertained, great, but I had a good time. Today. Well, I'm totally serious. I don't know what everyone's laughing about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Tina's like Tina didn't get the memo that this was supposed to be a funny episode. She just came with her her real uh her real life. What's up? My real stuff. Yeah. No one's laughing at me. Uh, Leah says that her husband enjoyed this episode too. Well, I'm glad. We'll see if our husbands enjoyed it. <laughs> we'll see what they say about this later. I'm, I'm, I'm curious sure to my, what you. I'm not sure my husband's ready for his boss to hear my what's next, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm curious to see how your husband reacts to of you exposing your guys' lifestyle on the podcast today. Tina. Yeah, exposing. I, I see what you did there. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but before we get to our what's next, this is our time, our favorite time of the podcast, where we get to share our writing. Let's call this the feeding of the backs. What that means is that this is a feedback time, and normally when you're in a writing group, you would bring a piece of writing that you have. Uh, written obviously and edited and then you share it for some um, critiquing and some feedback well on this podcast for the for these purposes even though we are a writing group the four of us um, we do these writings live at the same time and we present them live here on the show unedited so we're only looking for positive and encouraging and 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 um, good critique that is like on a positive nature because we know we haven't edited this um and it is amazing if you haven't if you've never tuned into us before, it is amazing what you can get done in a writing sprint. Um, so we're going to start and I'm going to start with, um, how about you, Jamie? How about you go first? Tell us what the sprint was today and share your writing. Okay. Today we had five words that we, um, were challenged to use in our sprint. The five words were shenanigans, ridiculous, absurdity, frolic and jester it's almost as if there was a theme to these words mm-hmm. hey guess what piper did the sprint today piper she did sh- yay oh. share it and tag us in it so and liz wants to know if she get, if they give horrible feedback no um oh golly i don't know this but maria says just googled it given jamie's what's up maybe hers <laughs> should be sweet tooth of marilyn manson i don't know anything about that <laughs> one last thing before you go there's another chatter he says his name is Randy Tong, random person that just showed up in our, our chat <laughs> named Randy Tong. He says, I was already in a good mood, but this episode made my day. So oh, that's so great. That. One All of right. our biggest fans. All right. I'm super excited, Jamie. Let's hear it. All right. <clears throat> so I think I would say that this story is more inspired by the prompt words. I don't know if any of them made it in there. So let's see. <clears throat> there was nothing left for Corvus. Sitting on the edge of the clearing where he'd often sat with Tremula sharing bread and cheese, he gazed upon the smoldering ruins of Drethblane Castle and sniffed. 
There was not another soul in sight. Why had he left? Why, he silently opined as the tears continued to fall, had he taken the journey into the land of the foreigner? He looked down now at his seemingly ill-gotten gain, the leather bag which held the new set of jugglers' clubs hewn from the smoothest wood he'd ever been privileged to touch. Who would he juggle for now? What had become of his master and his holdings? Heaven only knew. Corvus tilted his chin up to that unknown realm now and cried words in the familiar convoluted mix of tongues which overtook him when making sense was not his first priority. Mm -hmm. He longed to curse God but was too superstitious to do so. Instead, he cursed fate and worried it might be the same thing so that his speech devolved into a convoluted mass of apologies and grievings and misgivings. The tears continued to fall and his chest heaved with sobs until he was too exhausted to say another word and he fell forward onto the grass and lay panting. Corvus, his hands went to his ears. Certainly he'd gone too far with his cursings and was now hearing his name in the mouths of the birds who inhabited the woods surrounding the clearing and whose songs and calls and trills had awakened him at around this time each morning back when things were right. Corvus, it is you. This time there was no mistaking the words of his beloved Tremula with the calls of the birds. What? But how, he breathed, as his eyes beheld the slender figure racing toward him, her clothing a mess and her hair coming out of its wrap, but otherwise seemingly unharmed. Moments later, she was in his arms laughing, and the spasms of her body seemed contagious, and then Corvus was laughing too. But the tears kept coming, falling on her hair, and making the places where he kissed the top of her head damp against his lips. I knew you would return, she said. I told them so. I insisted they leave me and let me wait for you. But how have you survived, he meant to ask her. But then the plump and hunched form of Babanona crept out from the shadows and he knew. She would never leave me, of course, Tremula said, her head turning to see that Corvus had spotted the old nursemaid. You know she's been soft for me all these years and without any young to look after now that our lady has been wed these several years. Besides, she continued with a pink glow rising in her cheek, she would never leave me in my current state. Her hand moved to her stomach and her eyes met Corvus's meaningfully. He dropped to his knees, pressed his face against his beloved's abdomen, and once again fell into his distorted manner of speaking, an amalgamation of languages, this time in praise of the fates and of the God whom he suddenly once again trusted and loved with all his heart. Wow, Jamie. Only you would take these words and come out of it with like a, a fantasy novel, like <laughs> short story. Like, wow, so good. I've never heard. Have you ever written like fantasy like this? Not well. My night's gift is kind of oh, uh, yeah. like this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was difficult because there was no time to really research anything. And so right. it's, it's probably full <laughs> of just like, really? <laughs> no, I thought that was great. But I, I really love how. You said he had like this convoluted way of talking, but then you actually like told the story in a kind of a same way that you can imagine him talking like with a lot of words, like just jammed together in a sentence. And it really, really brought the character to life. I love that. Agreed. Yeah. Thanks. You know, that's great feedback. Thank you. Leah says, great detail, Jamie. Your visuals are wonderful. The damp tears on her hair as they laughed and cried. Agreed. <laughs> Piper says, who? <laughs> yeah, agree. Like, that really does sum it up. And then Maria says, wow, Jamie. Yeah, I agree with all that. Um, Shell says, seriously, a 15-minute novel. Amazing, Jamie. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you guys liked it. And I finished just as the timer went off, too. I was That's really awesome. happy. Gigi says, that is awesome, Jamie, and some great names, too. Agreed. The names oh, were great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, really awesome. Uh, 
I love this part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You should, <laughs> you're so everybody. good at it. All right. Well, I don't really want to follow that, but I have to. So <laughs> um, mine is not at all as fantastical as that. Mine is um, maybe we would say creative nonfiction. So. <laughs> <clears throat> don't be ridiculous. What if we get caught? We won't get caught. Come on. There's only there's no one around. It's now or never. If I get kicked out of school less than two months before graduation, I'm going to kill you. I laughed. You understand the absurdity of what you just said, don't you? Even if we did get caught, there's no way we get kicked out for turning the calm fountain into jello. Come on, before someone comes by. <clears throat> and that was a conversation before shenanigans ensued. We quickly ripped open the packages, dumped the contents into the running fountain, then ran back to our dorm, excited to to wake the next morning to see the results. But the next morning were far less exciting than we had anticipated. I don't see anything, Christy said as she peered down as we peered down from the fourth floor dining hall that faced the College of Communication lawn. I had to agree. Maybe we're just too far away, I said hopefully. I think if it were jello, the water wouldn't be spurting out the top like usual. Well, maybe not jello, but maybe it colored it. It had to at least colored it. What are you looking at? Both Christy and I jumped. Oh, hey, Phil, we were just looking at the calm fountain. Phil turned and looked. Why? Because we added jello mix to it, but it doesn't look any different. I elbowed Christy. For someone who didn't want to get caught, you're pretty free with the knowledge now. She shrugged. There's no harm now. Nothing happened. How much did you use? Phil asked. 20 box, Twenty whole boxes, I said emphatically. Phil laughed. Seriously? Yeah, why? Did you happen to read the directions? Yeah, it said it would set up in cold water. We bought the instant kind. How much cold water? I don't know, like two or four cups. I don't remember. Four cups times 20 boxes. So you use enough to make like 80 cups of jello. Do you have any idea how many gallons of water are in that fountain? Um, About 80 cups worth. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of gallons. Christy and I looked at each other. Last night, 20 packages had seemed like plenty. It helped that we only had enough money for 20 packages. Wow, how drunk were you two to think that 20 packages of Jello would do anything to that much water? Drunk, really drunk, I heard Christy say. We weren't. We were totally sober. But, but Phil didn't know that. Yeah, I agreed. We were totally wasted. Better to be thought of drunk than an idiot, I suppose. Three, two, one. I ended right like great then. <laughs> did you really do that? I really did that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I really did that. And it wasn't until the next morning that we we're like, oh, that wasn't enough. Like at the time, it seemed like it was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so bright. <laughs> I got into a really difficult college, but I don't know how to make jello. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a communication college, not a math college. This is, <laughs> hey! I'm just saying. Like, that's a whole different side of your brain. This is true. Thank you. But the best part is, is that we were sober and everyone was like, man, how drunk were you? Oh, yeah, really drunk. <laughs> we, we were totally sober. We were I've been drunk. drunk on the Holy Spirit before, but I'm not sure that would lead me to put jello in no. a fountain. Oh, no. <laughs> Piper says, oh, my gosh, that's an awesome idea. Yeah, every year someone would do something like they would do. Usually it was like laundry soap. And then the whole thing would like suds up over and stuff, which is, it's all pretty harmless. Every year there was like a senior would do something. So we thought we'd be different. Let's do jello. 
funny. Maria says a jelly fountain sounds like I know it would have been fun, right? Uh, uh, Piper says, "Yeah, numbers aren't my strong suit either." <laughs> Maria's laughing. We were totally sober. That's amazing, <laughs> Jen. That's hilarious. So that's so funny, Jen. Yeah, everyone's laughing at me. <laughs> Leah can't stop smiling. Well, yeah, yes. Piper says, "Laundry soap would take less water to react with." I know. I know that now. <laughs> if you've ever put Dawn in your dishwasher, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm pretty sure people still do the laundry soap thing. I'm pretty sure no one tried Jello ever again. <laughs> Calamity <laughs> avoided. Yes. And that was an adult. I look back. What if it had worked? Like we would have gummed up that poor fountain. Like how dumb, how dumb was sober Jen back then? <laughs> ah, youth. Ah, anyway. All right. Moving on, Tina. It's your turn. Okay. Since I, I didn't write in my same story that I've been writing in. Because I wanted to stay in the spirit of the day. So my mm. goal was to get all the words, which I did. Awesome. I got three. How many did you get, Jamie? None? Uh, I don't think any. Maybe one. All right. Justice Good job, clubs, team. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Way to go, Tina. The absurdity of this entire situation is ridiculous, said Cherry. She paced the floor, hands on hips, shaking her head and mouthing words at the ceiling. Her right hand came off her hip and gestured at that ceiling in the old Italian way. Hmm. I don't know what you find absurd about it. It all seems boringly mundane to me. The same old people doing the same old thing, replied Jonathan. Since when have they ever considered how we feel about anything they decide to do? Cherry stopped to stare at Jonathan as if she were about to expound her point, but instead turned away with an exasperated sigh and continued her pacing. Angel swooped into the room on slippered toes. What's the matter with her, she said, adjusting her wings in the lighted mirror and patting at her coiffed hair. She's been removed, Jonathan whispered, as if it were a secret Cherry shouldn't hear. Removed? Oh no, how could they do such a thing? Who will replace her? Angel's perfect pink lips pursed into a perfect heart shape and made him want to kiss her. He resisted the urge, standing instead and adjusting his old tattered coat and tilting his hat so that its top flapped at just the right angle. I don't know, but if they've removed her, I may be next, Jonathan said with wide eyes. Remove you? Remove you? What kind of shenanigans are these, said Mimo, who'd just run into the room. He pulled out his suspenders with his thumbs, letting, him snap, letting them snap back against his white t-shirt. They removed Cherry, whispered Angel loudly. Remove Cherry, cried Mimo. They can't. Who will I frolic in the tulips with? <laughs> I heard they are replacing her with a jester, said Margaret, rising her from her corner with a regal air, adjusting her crown, patting at her hoop skirts, then disappearing through the curtain door. A jester, cried Mimo, actual tears sprouting from his eyes and drawing lines down his white face makeup. How can they replace her with a jester? I don't know, Jonathan said, but clowns are definitely superior by far. And with that, he entered stage left right on cue. Mm, very good you got wow a lot packed in there in just 15 minutes so they're actors is it am i muted no okay so they're actors right <laughs> yeah okay yeah that's awesome like i was having a hard time following and then when you said at the end i'm like okay now i got it it's because they're actors yeah really good great um right, uh, i could try to give them all names that match their who they were uh -huh. Like their character, 
And so, like, Mimo is actually the Greek word for mime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, tricky. So, I was picturing one of those, um, like, Christmas displays, you know, with like different figures that could go in it. And I was like picturing that they had like removed one and replaced, you know what I mean? Like, to me, it was like toys that had come to life. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice surprise for me at the end to figure out like it, it felt, it read to me a little, like it was unfolding. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yep. Thanks. Leah says that was awesome. The life of clowns. And Shell says cute. Tina love the heart shaped lips. Yes. Yeah. That stood out to me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Good job. All right. So if you like Piper did the sprint today, or you're going to do the sprint when we're finished here, please share it and tag us in it wherever you uh, want to share it. So where did, did Piper say where hers is shared so we could read it? She didn't say she shared it. She just said she did it. So ah. Gigi says, Tina, that was really good. But the name Cherry, I kept thinking, Jen's cello. I really enjoyed the story. Uh-huh. Too. <laughs> uh, Piper says, oh, Tina, you get so strategic with your writing. I thought it was a Christmas tree angel or something that got removed. Oh, Shell says, I want more of the drama. I want to know who the jester is and see how right? they do when he comes to, to the yeah. act. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Piper says, I put it on the podcast Facebook page under the prompt. Oh, I think. Good. Awesome. Great. So if you guys want to read that, go to our Facebook page and find today's prompt. And then you can read what Piper wrote today. So And add yours. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Just like we start every episode with our what's up, we like to end every episode with our what's next. It's a time for us to share uh, publicly what uh, we are going to be accountable for for the next week. And so Tina, I am going to start with you. What is next for you? Well, my husband and I were talking and we really feel a burden for um, people like us in, um, you know, we found this new freedom and, and we really want to find other people with that freedom. But we also know that there's like a another kind of freedom, a spiritual freedom that they probably know nothing about. And so we found a nudist colony in Hawaii and we're <laughs> going to be missionaries. You can go visit Laura. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I promise to put my robe on when I can visit you. But. We're going to go, we're going to be missionaries at this nudist colony in Hawaii Mm. and um, try to bring Jesus into that, you know, there's a whole people group there that, that needs Jesus. So Um, I'm, I'm probably, I don't know if there's internet there, so we'll have to see if I can remain on the podcast or not. So we'll have to find out. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say that we will have space for you. (laughs) somehow. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Um, I think that by the time you see me next week, I will have uh, a complete sleeve and maybe my neck done in tattooing. And I also plan on um, writing three more novels this week. So that's my what's next. What about you, Jamie? What's your, what's next for you? I came with a totally serious what's next, so I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Mine's not. What are you criticizing my what's next? <laughs> Oh, Gigi. <laughs> Gigi says, don't forget the sunscreen, Tina. <laughs> well, you know, I'm Hispanic, genetically Hispanic. So I'm hoping that, you know, after the first week or so, I'll have like a natural uh, you know, tan be going on. Amazing as if Tina was the one with tech issues next week and then she couldn't be with us. And then everybody <laughs> was wondering if she had really gone off. 
Uh, Rhonda wants to know, Tina, is that the leprosy nudist colony you talked about before? Yeah, yeah, yeah we gotta we gotta save them before they die. <laughs> All right, Jamie, I guess you can share your your serious what's next if you want. Well, I just was going to say um, I'm working on my newsletter as usual, so that's it. That's this, it. Yeah, I I always get really excited when I finally pick what short story to put in the newsletter. Uh-huh. Because it's like I've I've got a panicky feeling always inside that I'm not going to have a story. So uh, anyway, that's what's going on. And uh, Gigi's all excited for you. Tattoos and books is a perfect week. <laughs> oh, just I to almost be clear. I have nothing against tattoos. It's just they're not for me. That's the joke. So I know I'm surprised you would even put Jello in a fountain. <laughs> that was very <laughs> for me. <laughs> I I forgot what I something I wanted to say. Uh-huh. Like if you want to help support our our uh, mission, <laughs> you can go on any of your um, retail online retailers of books and buy Lost in the Land of the Midnight Sun, <laughs> and the proceeds will go towards saving the nudists. So, hmm. yeah. Also, if you would like to purchase any of my books with the gemstones attached... <laughs> I love that. So great. You discovered at a premium podcast. That's like like... my favorite. Look at her eyes. She looks like a fly or something. They look like like sunglasses, but without the little. If you would like your copy of a special edition. I like that. She looks like, yeah, she's going to burn down the town. You know, it's so amazing. (laughs) Um, Just reach out. And for uh, $75.99, you can have the whole set (laughs) of the special edition. (laughs) Special artwork by Joelle Dong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Tina says you and Bob have big hearts. (laughs) Thanks, Rhonda. And Shell says, ooh, special editions. Yes, please. (laughs) Gigi says legitimately, I really, she goes, I really enjoy your newsletters, Jamie. Can't wait to read it. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that, Gigi. <laughs> and one last thing from, from Rhonda, Jen, bedazzled books, LOL, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else before we call uh, this episode uh, at its end? <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you, everyone. For, over. Yes, for participating in today, because this was the best for us. This really was for us. So this concludes... Uh, this concludes this episode of the Christian Indie Writers Podcast. So until next week, may your pen be prolific, may your deadlines be met, and may all of your words honor Christ. Bye, everyone. That's the end, folks.